We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Gloria in a what was that? <laughs> Sorry, I took that very seriously. I don't know what was going on there, Kev. You said I was up on the altar there. I gave such a decent rendition of it. I thought the Holy Ghost flew into you there for a second. <laughs> Christ, good luck to him. <laughs> ho, ho, hey, hey, mammies. I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam! You need to calm down. I'm so excited. I've been waiting all year for the Christmas app, I feel. Have you? Oh yeah, I am buzzing. I'm so excited for Christmas. Girlies, let's give a clink. We're on the mulled wine. Maybe that's why you're singing already. Kevin's langers after two sips. I've actually... I know we've spoken about mulled wine before. This is my first time having it. Why is it called mulled wine? I don't know. Mine's <laughs> reeking a cardamom. It's pure nutmeg energy. Very nutmeg. Is a star anise in it as well? No, there definitely is. But I just think it's just laced in sugar. That's what makes the malt wine, is it? Be sugary. I love it though. It is very nice and I love the slice of orange. It's almost just like a festive sangria. <laughs> I was going to say a Christmas slush probably, but same thing. But it's the opposite of a slush because oh, it's, hot. it's hot. Christmas sangria is way more <laughs> on trend. Anyway, I'm up to 90 though because we never consumed alcohol on the podcast. So oh this my will go one God. way or the other. I never thought about that. Well, we're not getting locked off the mulled wine, are we? Yeah, let me check. Oh, it's only 8%, it's grand. No, but girlies, we had to have the mulled wine because I'm frozen. Really? I'm freezing. How do we feel about electric blankets? I heard some horror stories. Of people like burning alive with the electric blanket. So I used to be terrified of them. Jesus, really? Like they left them on overnight. And they woke up and they were on fire. <laughs> what? Because they left them on. But that's surely a lie, right? But surely a lot of people would leave them on overnight. Because you're not going to be drifting off to sleep and causing the bed. And then go, oh, must turn off the blanket. But I was thinking anyway, if I hop into the bed, even if I'm quite cold. I like getting cosy just with the blanket. But like I couldn't cope with a hot pillow. Oh, really? The pillow needs to be cold. Like, as soon as that gets a bit hot, I'm flipping it. I do think a happy medium is just a hot water bottle. Hot water bottle, bits. You love a hot water bottle. I love putting it on my stomach. Like, especially during that time of the month. Am I right, girlies? <laughs> let's not beat around the bush and let's get into the theme because we have loads to talk about. I mean, usually we do an introduction and we go on for ages doing bits and we plan it out. But, like, I feel like the Christmas ep is going to take a bit of time. You know what I mean? There's a lot to talk about with Christmas in there. Yeah. I feel like there is. I'm going to be sent now for trying to discuss it in a bit and we can't, we can't think of anything. Okay, so the theme for this week is shock horror. Christmas. Alexa, play All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Why did you say it like that? Everyone in Ireland says Christmas. Oh my God, yeah, Christmas. Oh, ask for that now for Christmas. (laughs) We had to do the Queen of Christmas. We love her. The Queen of Walkers. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Vibrato. 
Christmas. Head roll. I feel like I'll have to sing it down the octave, which is annoying. I feel like you're going to have to do this in your spin class. I'm tempted to do a Christmas theme spin, but at the same time, I don't want to. The RPM will be all over the gap. More than you could ever know. Hit it. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, girlies. This is pure the song comes on when the lights come up in the club. Oh my god, yeah. We'll take a sip. I do love this bit. Pure reindeer bits. Put him, put him, put him. Ball change. Alright. Stop ours. Alexa! Stop. There hasn't been as much of a carry on about Christmas, has there this year? I just feel like that song sends me. Really? I don't know why we chose it. We could have chosen other songs, really, to be fair, couldn't we? But, like, I feel like if we chose another song, Mariah would just come knocking. I feel like if you do something Christmassy and she's not involved, she gets pure odd. So what other Christmas songs could we have chosen? What's your fave Christmas songs? It's weird, because, like, I have a love-hate relationship with them. Obviously, when I used to work in, like, restaurants and stuff, they'd be playing them since feckin' November, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, so you'd be allergic to all of them. Yeah. I do love the, you I'm sure those aren't the lyrics, are they? No, what are the lyrics, though? I think it's Latin. Is it? <laughs> no, it's definitely it's not. It's definitely not. It's, they'd just be pure opera vibes. Very Harry Potter energy. Very Harry Potter, and also they played in Home Alone, don't they? And they played in the Garmin advert. Remember that from ages ago? It was like a sat-nav, and it was like, Give a, give a, give a, give a Garmin. Give a, give a, give a, give a Garmin. Oh, yeah. You have great knowledge of the adverts, don't you? No, just that one I thought it was iconic. I love the song, you know, the long time ago in Bethlehem. So the whole... Oh, love my that. God. I love in that song when it breaks down, it goes... Oh, what uh, do, 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 do. Is that the same do, song? Joy and laughter. Is that the same song? Yeah. I can't remember that bit. <laughs> well, it breaks down. It breaks down <laughs> in halfway through, and it goes. Maybe I only like the verse. Oh, what do, 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 do. Really? Joy and laughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was the verse you needed for your Christmas carol service at school. Was it? No. You know the way the like singing teachers at school to be getting pure risky with their own versions? <laughs> yeah, they'd be pure remixing it. Every singing teacher in the school has thought they were Will Schuster after Glee. <laughs> or like, come on, we do our own remix. You know what I mean? It's like, calm down, babe. Just stick to the melody. They used to just add in the word cork every now and again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just add in corky bits. Yeah. I love that. I do love uh, Little Drummer Boy as well. Pum-pum-pum-pum. Yeah, there's something... Very like special and almost sad about the little drummer boy song. Yeah, I feel like he was meant to be the king, and then when Jesus was born, they were like, "Come on, there's a new king, play the drums instead." Is that what it's about? No, I'm. Just I've reading. never broken down the song. I'm reading, but it's like, "Come, they told me, pum pum pum, a newborn king to see, a newborn king to see, pum pum What other songs? I remember when I used to do speech and drama. We were doing, like, a Christmas show for the parents down in the school hall. Iconic. And, like, I was obviously weak for the drama bits. And we were just doing, like, poems and, like, scenes and stuff. But then they were like, oh, does anyone sing? And anyone want to sing a, like, Christmas song? And there was a fella who was really good at singing. And he sang some Christmas hymn. Can't remember what he did. It obviously wasn't very memorable. <laughs> and then I put up my hand and I was like, oh, like, I can sing. Yeah. And I ended up singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. But, like, I'd never sang for anything before that. Like, oh, I was probably about eight or nine. And then I remember I came home and I told my mum, I was like, I'm singing in the show. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I put my hand up to sing. And then she came to sing. <laughs> this makes her out to be an awful person, but she's obviously lovely. <laughs> but after the show, she was like, don't put your hand up to sing anymore. <laughs> now, I was obviously doing? shocking. The thing is, I can carry a tune right, but it's when it comes to... Keeping the tempo. That's when I struggle, which you'd never guess because I'm a spin instructor now and I'm a slave to the beat these days. (laughs) But back in the day, I couldn't keep a pace. Really? So what were you doing? Just rushing ahead? I probably started off slow and then just was like, you know what I mean? You were like one of those remixes before that DJ Rankin used to do. (laughs) Remember those DJ? Like, sorry, no. There was a DJ back in Ireland. I don't know if he in the UK as well, but he was called DJ Rankin. And all he used to do was speed up the tracks and call himself a DJ. Sure, anyone could do that. But yeah, no, I do love um, getting the Christmas pops out at Christmas. It is fun, like. 
I get very upset with the song Fall on your knees You know that song? Sarah, you were nearly shedding a tear there, were you? No, I was. T- I was, didn't know what you were doing I'll hear the angels' voices That's very sad, that song Oh, Night Divine, Oh, Holy Night Oh, right, I oh, thought you were about giving a blowjob Fall on your knees I was Can like, we not you? talk about blowjobs and Christmas songs? Sorry oh, I, Sorry, I didn't know what was going on there <laughs> Fall on your knees Shut up! Don't be Jay's Christmas <laughs> Let's, come on, let's spread the dirty talk Okay, yeah, sorry ma'am <laughs> Do you know what Christmas song I used to love But now I can't because They insult our whole community in it Fairy Tale New York yeah. mm. And all, like there was this huge thing last year in Ireland where they were like, leave the word, the F word. Can we say faggot? We can't because we're gay. Yeah, we're allowed to say faggot. Well, we can speak about it in the context of the song as well. Yeah, but basically he says like, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. Okay, people know the words. It's not just a song in Ireland. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah. Um, but like basically they say that in the song and like everyone was like, well, it's 2019 now. We can stop saying that word. Yeah, like, It's exactly. actually very hurtful. And it, yeah. like, it's what, it was a slur and make you feel uncomfortable. It basically lets people think that it's acceptable to say that word, yeah. right? If, especially if you're not gay. And then last year, everyone was ringing and being like, nah, we have to leave it in. Because, <laughs> like, if we change that now, what else are we going to have to change? It's getting too PC. Yeah, and I'm all like, the snowflakes. No, babe. I'm like, no, babe, you're calling, you're saying a faggot, which is an insult to gay people in yeah. a song. Just change it, you mock. It's bigger than an insult. Like, for... Like, I think I spoke about this before, but that was the one word that I used to, like, get me growing me too, up. You know yeah. what I mean? I was, there's a lot of hate with that word, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, babe, change it, you know what I mean? Like, And, like, when I was when I was growing up, like, people used to be singing that song, and when I was kind of coming to terms with my sexuality, they'd be all singing, and then they'd say that word, and they'd be like, it used to make me panic, like yeah. what you were saying. It used to make me panic, and yeah. it's like, so if we can just change it... And there are clean versions of the song, which, is, which I there? think is... Yeah, babe, there's one where it says, you scumbag, you maggot, you're cheap and you're haggard. And, like, that's grand. <laughs> but, like, if a word is sending someone, just stop using it. Yeah, just change it. And also, oh, people are saying it's not offensive. It's not offensive to you, you dickhead, because you weren't gay and you weren't being called a faggot your whole life. So, <laughs> obviously, it's not offensive. Sorry, that's so stupid. I think the Muldwine hit you there because you're raging. No, but I actually hate that as well, you know, because it's, it's like... Of course it's not offensive to you. You haven't had to deal with it. Do you know Your what I mean? Your whole life, yeah. So shut up. Shut up, you gum. Basically, yeah. I would. T- I do think that song's iconic if they got rid of that word, though. You scumbag, you maggot. Do you like my new jacket? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> that I bought in the sale on St. Stephen's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's shocking. I'm, I was very much on the spot there. I had to come up with something. <laughs> I remember for a Christmas carol service we did at school... It was on in the church and it was all holy hymn bits. And then the singing teacher also at the time had an audition for Lonely This Christmas. You know, by Mud. Everyone thinks it's Elvis. And I think even the singing teacher did as well. That one. But it's actually Mud. Who's Mud? They're a band and they sang that. It's not Elvis. Really? And she had all the lads dressed up as Elvis. So we did the whole... (laughs) So we did the Christmas carol service. Here we are looking all holier than thou in our... Christmas hats, you know, hands joined in prayer, bowing our heads every time we said the word Jesus. <laughs> and then the lads get up at the end, took off the ties and put up the collars on their school shirts. I love it. And started singing Lonely This Christmas by Mud. It was kind of hilarious. That All the mams were loving it. The priest now was shaking. He'd know what to do. I'm sure he might have popped into the sacristy for a bit. For <laughs> Yeah. That poor donkey must have been wrecked going all the way to Bethlehem. And Mary wasn't doing a tap of the work. So wouldn't she get off him for a second? She's preggers. So let's go back to basics, I think, right? Where it all began. (laughs) Back to Bethlehem, where it all began. Now, where did they travel from to go to Bethlehem? I don't know. Jerusalem, wasn't it? (laughs) That's That's where the maternity hospital was. That's where she found out she was pregnant. Then she had to go to Bethlehem. But sorry now, how rude. Like, wouldn't you be reeking if you arrived on in a town, you were pregnant, and you started knocking on gas to be like, do you mind if I come in there and pregnant and stay the night? And they're like, no, you can't. You can stay in that shed, though. Stable. It's shed. Yeah, it's the shed. Potato, potato. <laughs> I don't know why I corrected you on that. I mean, it's a stable. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Rootless. No, but also it's the fact that if I was Mary, right? Ring ahead and book the inn. 
The stars, obviously, also, but presumably they couldn't have rang because it was like Jesus times, right? Oh, well, it wasn't yet. She wasn't born. What? BC. Yeah, it was still BC. I'd have been reeking at everyone gathering round. You know what I mean? I can barely take a piss with people standing over my shoulder, not a mind to say give birth. <laughs> and the world's mother rocking up to watch it. I'd be like, lads, privacy? And pure ponga frankincense and more around the gaff. You wouldn't be able to, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to concentrate on anything. Be sorry, who has the frankincense? There's a ponga frankincense in the gaff. I can't concentrate on birthing the child. I cannot say frankincense, can I? Frankincense? Frankincense. What was the third gift? Silver, frankincense and myrrh? No. Frankincense and myrrh and gold? Yeah, I think so. What's myrrh? <laughs> what is myrrh? Myrrh was our friend. <laughs> Miriam. She rocked up. She was the midwife. <laughs> I wish. Bless her. But you know what I mean? Also, presumably you've heard all the conspiracy theories. Well, I don't know really actually is it a conspiracy theory. It's more of like fact checking really. But they're saying that Jesus wasn't born at Christmas at all. Oh, really? Yeah, because she was having the baby and the shepherds were out minding the lambs and the lambs came to witness the birth of our Lord. So the lambs are born in the spring. <gasps> Plot holes. Yeah. Ah, but when they were writing the story, they hardly would, like, figuring that out. You know what I mean? What do you mean, writing the story? Whoever made that up. <laughs> well, apparently, even historians do write that Jesus was a thing. Whether he performed the miracles and bits, he was still a person. Oh, right. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. There really? are historians who go on about it. Whether now he turned the water into wine and he provided all the loaves, the bread and the fish remains to be seen. I just think he was dacing a sneak and drink into events. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, he can turn water into wine. But really he was just, he had like a snaky bottle of wine strapped to his thigh like the girlies who were going out with the nagging. Apparently also there's no... Mention of him, capital H-I-M, him being born in December. Apparently they just like were like, oh, do it December. I say it's because they were like, we need something to look forward to. Yeah, they just wanted a few prezzies. Do you think Jesus was raging when Santa came on the scene? <laughs> Who would win the fight though, Santa or Jesus? Surely Jesus, because he has magic powers. like. And also, Jesus was like ripped, wasn't he? Jesus was a bit hot, wasn't he? But then... Jesus probably wouldn't fight him because he'd be... Pacifist vibes. Yeah. You're trying to be like, oh, let's not fight, let's try and discuss it. Oh, Santa would definitely win, so... Bail him a coal. <laughs> what sadistic person would give their child coal? Imagine that, no matter how awful your child was. Like, you still give him something, wouldn't you? Has anyone ever gotten coal for Christmas, lads? Because if you do, like, that's so sad. I think my Uncle Noli did. What? I think my Uncle Noli did one year. My mum was telling me, but now... No, he was brazen some years. Now I'm mad about him now. <laughs> He's my godfather. Now I'm mad about him. He's a pet. Yeah. But my mum said he was mad for getting up to mischief. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he get the call. I think one year he was very bad and he got call. Why? Why was it call they gave him? I don't know. Obviously, because he came down the chimney, presumably, so it just collected it on the way easier. My mum had six siblings, so it probably suited my nan and granddad to give one of them coal, you know what I mean? <laughs> they definitely just gave him coal to save for the money. <laughs> they, had to, they had no money left. Obviously, they hadn't done their saving bits with the manage, so I say they just had to pass Oh my God, the manage. <laughs> Did you do that? Did your mum do that? Babe, they're all on the managing cork. So for anyone who doesn't know, the manage. The back manage, even the name of it. <laughs> the manage back home is basically where you throw like a tenner or twenty quid a week to like your friend, and they do savings for you and give it to you at Christmas time, so you can manage over Christmas. Yeah, it was kind of just like a side hustle credit union, wasn't it? Really, it's pure uh, back alley credit union vibes. Yeah, I love that it's called the manage because everyone knows people be struggling with the money over Christmas. I know, but that you know what. Actually, when you think about it, it was a great idea because then when it comes to Christmas, you don't have to be worrying about bits, really. Yeah, well, my mum was very clever with me growing up because she told me that, like, oh, Santa makes your presents and he gets it from everywhere and they do it in the workshop and then he delivers it to us. But then we have to pay him for the presents. Like, he bills us. Really? Yeah. So basically, like, Santa to me was just Argos. That's crazy, isn't so, it? Like, she still made it magical and be like, yeah, he makes it from the North Pole and delivers them, but then we have to pay him when he gets here, like, so don't be ordering anything too expensive. That's actually very clever because because it's weird, even though we weren't told that, there was still an awareness from us that we couldn't be ridiculous with it. And I'm wondering now, is that because I always had this underlying knowledge that my mum and dad were buying me bits? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? I can't even think now. But like, because we never went crazy ever. We were always very like reasonable about what we'd be asking for. Now we always got loads. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were spoiled at Christmas. But at the same time, I'd never be like, like, I don't want to name names now again in the estate. But like, I remember us being like, how is he getting that much? Like, what's he asking for? Some of the lads used to be getting so much. There was one year I got pure notions and my mum got me an electric scooter. Really? Everyone got electric scooters that year. Either someone was doing a deal in the pub now. <laughs> or they were, someone got them off the back of a truck. So, or they were doing like, um, on the front cover of the Smith's catalogue or something. Probably. But basically, I we I was as fat as a fool though, so my scooter wouldn't go as fast as all the rest of the lads who were skin flints. <laughs> so they were burning ahead of me, and I was crawling behind them because I was weighing the scooter down. Sure, it was meant for kids, and I was the size of an adult. Everyone, PJ, you need to charge yours, do you? you I, no, but you're laughing. Like I thought I had to charge it, and I'd go back home, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's fully charged." <laughs> my dad'd be like, "It's fully charged." <laughs> my winter cough because they'd be zooming past me and I'd, I'd be like it's not moving it'd be going to be honest low oh my god are you serious yeah it's so funny but like my mum would never let me get an e-scooter really no but she'd be too scared <laughs> I told you my mum was very scared of us doing anything like I remember one time like even when I got a bike there was like all these notes that were left by Santa about that I had to wear the helmet I had to wear the the elbow pads and the knee pads who was doing that? I'm skitting at you, you and the elbow I mean? pads and the knee pads and the helmet. So if you're listening at the moment and there's kids running around the gaff or if the kids are in the room or you're in the car listening on the radio, maybe tell the kids block their ears or plug in your headphones or something. Who do be listening with their kids? Do they? I think it'd be very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, it's on. Girls, come on. Well, I suppose some people do, but not young kids wouldn't be listening to it, surely. Yeah. They would know what we're going on about. But anyway, we're going to talk about the secrets of Santa there now, so... Yeah, so about how magic he is, so get them out of the room there if they're still hopping about. Okay, are they stopped listening? <laughs> Have they gone? Okay, they're gone. <laughs> is the coast clear? When did you um, find out Santa wasn't real? Um, Right, so I know my mum's probably Oh my listening. God, you look so emotional there. No, because you know what? The thing is, once you stop believing in Santa, right... Christmas is kind of downhill, yeah. you know what I mean? So I remember there was kind of an awareness of that with me growing up. So I remember trying to prolong it. Mm-hmm. And like, if anyone suggested that he wasn't real, I was like, nope, not listening. Like, he's definitely real. I'm going to have a fab Christmas to know about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and as well, like, I was a very clever child. Let's not beat yeah. around the bush. I was very... And humble. <laughs> Well, like, you, like I kind of knew from, I don't know what age, but definitely I let on for longer than I thought it was real. You know what I mean? By the age of four, you've worked out <laughs> how long it would take you to get around the world in one night and you knew it wasn't feasible. Because I had a younger sister as well, I kind of went along with it yeah. as long as it was still a thing for her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So I'd say I was maybe, what, going into first year? That's ancient, is it? I was really old as well, though. Where yeah. Well... To be honest, no, I wasn't. Like, Christmas is a magical time, like, but my sister does go a bit psycho at Christmas. Really? Like, yeah, ever since I was young, like, it was, like, I like Christmas, but she loves it. Really? One of those? Yeah, and then I was still quite young, and I said to her, like, oh, Lindsay, um, like, I don't think Santa's real. And then she slapped me and goes, shut up, you're going to ruin Christmas for everyone. I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, sorry. And then I just had to pretend Santa was real. Oh my God. I remember one year my sister had gotten, it was washing machine Barbie. Washing machine Barbie sounds iconic. It, okay, but also. Also quite sexist. Why are they perpetuating the stereotype that it's the women who do all the washing machine bits? You know what I mean? But what do she wearing a gorgeous outfit? It was probably a glam outfit, but the trick was in the washing machine. You'd get her clothes dirty with like whatever, they probably supplied the dirt because there was only a specific dirt I'd imagine. It was a child's <laughs> toy. And then you pop it into the washing machine and it's cleaned. And basically, I used to love cleaning the house, right? All the time, especially Ooh, at Christmas. Alarm bells. Especially at Christmas. Was and that I... your Christmas treat? <laughs> your mum let you clean the house more than once a week? My presents, them, I used to give them cleaning vouchers that they <laughs> could use, right? And anyway, I was... Did you? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, I just cleaned it on my own accord. They didn't need to give me a voucher, realistically. I was going doing it anyway. But um, I was cleaning the gaff and then 
I found receipts for the washing machine Barbie. Oh no. And I was, now at the same time, like my parents didn't spoil Christmas on me. I was still about 13 anyway. This was on the brink of me yeah. like finding out he wasn't real. But I was like, so I decided I'd go to my mum and dad separately and try and find out what the receipt was about and see if they'd give conflicting stories or not. <gasps> Babe, you're very Colleen Rooney energy there. <laughs> I know. But I was like, that was my plan, right? So I did it anyway. They didn't match up. So I slightly traumatised. Uh, but I brought it on myself, you know what I mean? I didn't need to do that. You were too clever for your own good. That's the thing. So whatever age that was, presumably. I remember then, after the Lindsay thing happened, I kind of like tricked myself into believing him in him again. Yeah, that's what you do. I yeah. think everyone kind of does that because Christmas is way better when you do. But then when I, it was 100% confirmation, we were in the pub and it was like coming up to Christmas and my mum and my sister Elaine were having a drink. And then Elaine was like, so, talking about how Santa's unreal or she was talking about like oh yeah so like we have to get PJ's presents out from the thing and stuff like this and my mum was like nudging her and then she was like after a few drinks she was like well like he doesn't believe in Santa anymore like Peach do you obviously don't believe in Santa anymore like oh my me. god no um, no I don't she really? was like oh my god did you I was like no no Santa's not really like really yeah oh my god that's kind of sad, isn't it? I remember the first time we spoke about the fact that he wasn't real. So that was probably like the end of it for me because basically I wanted a pair of split sole Capazio jazz sneakers. <laughs> ah. You were the gayest child. I did dancing. I needed them for my arch. <laughs> I needed them for the arch in my foot. Actually, they were shocking. I can just picture you dancing around the house in your split sole Capacio jazz sneakers. That was cleaning. very good. What? The way you said it in quick succession. <laughs> and cleaning the gap at the same time. <laughs> and how did your parents not know that you were a flaming homosexual? But they were iconic. And as well, I remember only the bad bitches in dancing had them. So I remember rocking up that second week of January in my Capacio split soles and being like, girls. It's about to go down. <laughs> You can't handle these doubles. Me doing my jazz round de jambe in the jazz sneakers being like, yeah, what about it? <laughs> I've been practicing over Christmas girls. But anyway, and I remember I'd asked for them for Christmas, but obviously my mom wasn't sure, obviously. So she was like, with dance shoes, like, do you have to get a size bigger? What's the story? And as well, they were a lot of money. They were yeah. like 100 quid, I think. And so when she bought them, she was like, she's like, come here, you've tried these on. And I was like, What? And she was like, go on to try them on. And she was kind of half mortified. Because <laughs> it was before Christmas. And I was like, oh, my jet sneakers. <laughs> so Santa's not bringing them. <laughs> I was like, but I asked Santa for them. Yeah, so I had to try them on. What I want to know is, what do they do with all the letters that we sent? Does someone in the post office actually have to go, Santa, like, and they just put them in the bin? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because we used to post ours in a letterbox. The Same. normal one. Yeah, we did too. I know now down in like the shopping centres, now they have like letters to Santa. There's definitely someone living in the North Pole who's inundated with mail every year. <laughs> and it's like, fuck's sake, some sending me letters, lads. We're moving house. We're moving house. Sorry, no, like they keep sending us Santa letters. That's hilarious. I remember in the Rugrats, remember the episode where they were going to the North Pole to try and find Santa? No. And they ended up in the South Pole, so they couldn't find him. Oh, no. Yeah, they were frozen. <laughs> they were frozen. And I remember being so disappointed. But I just think it's so funny that we still believed in them after our parents brought us to the, like, budget <laughs> versions of them in Merchant's Key Shopping Centre. You know what I mean? Like, you go to see those, like, fake Santas. What was the story with them? Because the whole premise of Santa is that he's busy in the workshop making all the bits and he is to come... To your country in the one night and go around the world, right? But actually, he's hanging around Douglas Corn Shopping Centre <laughs> in the lead up to Christmas. Like, what's that about? My mum came through with another iconic cover up here. What's she saying? So, like, she said to me that Santa's so busy in the lead up to Christmas yeah. that he has his, like, um, people in different cities pretending to be him so that they can report back what the kids want to him. So it's like he, like, outsources because he's too busy really yeah I used to always get stage fright whenever I sat in his lap though really yeah as well because you'd be really thrown like you'd be sitting on Santa's lap and as well the cork ones as well would be pure like reeking a drink <laughs> <laughs> they do no I was going to say not sounding like Santa like I'm sure one of them was my friend Chris's dad he'd be no. like what you want bye and he'd be like what do you know what I mean? You're meant to be from the North Pole. Yeah. Do they sound like that in the North Pole? No, the Santas did always reek a drink. 
They will, <laughs> you can say that. So all they have to do is sit down all day and go, yeah, no bother, boy, I'll get you a bike. Do you ever see your mum having a word with Santa before you sit in their lap in case you ask for something too expensive? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I'm just going to talk to Santa there now. Really? If he, he asks for a bike, tell him that you can't make him one of those. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The toy show is iconic. The toy show is like peak Irish Christmas television. So for people who don't know, like, who are not from Ireland, yeah. um, basically, the, the Late Late Show in Ireland does this toy show every year, and it was every kid's dream, to be honest. Were it you was, ever on it? No, I wish I was. I oh thought you'd God. be pure toy show energy. I didn't ever even audition, and you know what? You know the way they say to you, like, at the end of your life, they'd be like, oh, do you have any regrets? <laughs> I think the only regret I'd have had in life, because I try not to live with regrets... <laughs> But it's probably that I never auditioned for the Lele Toy Show. <laughs> I feel like I'd have played a feckin' blinder. You would have been one of those viral memes from the Toy Show. You you would be one of those funny gay children that go viral. Oh my god, do you remember that fella who was obsessed with Girls Aloud? And then they came out to surprise him midway through the song and he nearly collapsed. That's all that right, was yeah. actually me, was it? I think it was you. No, but babe, you had no hope of being on the Toy Show anyway because it's only rich people's kids go on the Toy Show. Is it? Well, that was it before, my man. It's all that um, stage school in Dublin that gets on the toy show. Yeah, it is. What a is lot it? of it was the Billy Barry kids. Yeah, Billy Barry's kids. Yeah, and I was so jealous of the Billy Barry girls. <laughs> they were brilliant, though. They are brilliant. They're still doing it. They still have a monopoly with the toy show, really. My mum was weak this year, though, because she said they had not... She, this is what she said. My mum goes, and there was normal kids on it as well this year. I was like, what do you mean by normal, mum? She was like... Just like normal ones, like all different backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've actually, you know what? Whatever about Ryan Tuberty, right? I think anyway, he was ten times better than Pat Kenny, who was shocking. Shocking. Ryan Tuberty has a bit of banter with the kids, at least. Now he's like, if I land speed, really, we need to be going off to him, and you're like, right, calm down, Ryan, and he'd be sweating. But at the same time, I do think he's made it more about the kids as opposed yeah. to the toys, which is fab. You know what I mean? I when I used to watch the toy show growing up though, because like they showcase toys in the show. Obviously, it's called the toy show. Uh, okay, just for people who don't know, it's a toy show. <laughs> it's basically kids reviewing toys, talk about like what's hot that year. I used to always be so jealous of the girls because they got the cutest toys. It wasn't even the cutest. They got the most creative ones. They got all the bits where you could be like decorating the birdhouses. Or like making the beads in your hair. All the beads in the hair bits, or making the jewelry. I remember my sister had one of those doll heads where you'd be putting the makeup on them <gasps> and the, you'd be crimping the hair. I wanted that one so They were iconic. Bad. And what did we have then? Action Man. Tractor is an Who army is bit. <laughs> I mean, Action Man was hot. He was hot. That's the only reason I wanted one. <laughs> I wanted to make them kiss. Really? Yeah. I never even had the Action Man bits. What was the top toy you ever received for Christmas? What? Or do you have a few? Did well, you get anything? No, I did. I was spoiled. I'm the baby yeah. of the family. I used to get so Everything. spoiled. Um, there was obviously... The year you get a bike is obviously the yeah. most iconic, iconic year. Yeah. And they even wrapped it for me. Like I got a BMX. I don't know what I was doing asking for a BMX. So I was afraid of my shadow. I was I'm never doing any tricks. Getting a you. No, I used to think I was unreal going up on the back pegs going down the hill. But that's all I did. I couldn't attempt a trick. The state of me. I love... Oh, I got a Game Boy Colour one year. Oh, wow. And I was playing Pokemon Yellow and I was iconic. 
I remember the year I got a magic set. I thought I was David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> you locked yourself in a box for the year. But I remember, and what I used to do was, I used to devise a show and then make my friends pay money to come and see it. So I was very enterprising from an early age, but the thing was then, the mams began to hate me because all the kids would be asking for money to come and see my show. And the mams would be like, <laughs> why is he charging me? You know what I mean? And I'd be like, okay, you need to go home and ask your mams for more money. I love now those kids after growing up and they're like, Oh, man, I'm going to see Kevin there. Again? <laughs> is he still doing the magic? <laughs> is he still asking for money? No, they're like, oh, no, he's doing like a, a podcast thing. And she's like, no, nah, you're not spending money on his shows you're not again. Going. I remember one year as well, I got a karaoke machine. Karaoke machines are always crowd pleasers, aren't they? Aren't they really? But the thing was, it was kind of an old-fashioned karaoke machine. Like, there wasn't any, like, you didn't plug it into a TV to see the lyrics. You got a sheet. There was only four songs. You got a CD player, babe. <laughs> no, but I had a microphone and stuff, so it was obviously a karaoke machine. It can't be a karaoke machine if it doesn't show you the karaoke. It did, but you just had a printed sheet. You got a lyrics book and a CD player. No, because there was backing tracks as well. Oh, okay. There was only four songs in it anyway, so the only one that I used to actually sing was Papa Don't Preach by Madonna. Imagine me going around age eight or nine there singing about how I didn't want to get rid of my unborn child. <laughs> I say my parents were sent, were they? They were like, why did we get that one? I love that you go for the Madonna bar. And as well, that karaoke machine actually like got me friends as well because there were girls in the park who started a band. And of course, if there was a girl band happening, like I wanted in, yeah. like no doubt about it. But they were like my brother's friends. They were older girls, but they needed obviously like equipment. <laughs> so they knew they needed me for the resources. So, um... They had to let me in the band. I was like, yeah, you can use the microphone, but I'm going to be in the band. <laughs> but it was like a girl band, but I was weak for myself. I used to go around to Jennifer's house to practice. I love it. But basically, they made up this song that we were singing and we used to always practice. Like, I thought we were going to be doing covers, you know, so I was weak. But then they made up this really shit song, but I couldn't be like, girls, this is shit. <laughs> I wasn't the manager, you know what I mean? So I just had to go along with it. So talk me through your, like, Christmas routine, either as a child or, like, what you'd be getting up to now. From when you wake up in the morning. So my Christmas routine now is like completely different to when I was a child. Oh yeah, I suppose it would be yeah. really. But it's mainly because Lindsay lives in Australia now, so I have more freedom around Christmas. <laughs> like, because I'm not messing when I say she's a psycho at Christmas. Really? So like, I'm, I'm making her to be horrible now. It was a scream. She gave structure to the day. Yeah. But basically, like, we used to like rehearse for Christmas Day, like in the month leading up to Christmas. So like... When December hit, we were in strict rehearsals. We used to practice, so what would happen is we'd both be lying in... We shared a room, obviously, so we'd be lying in our beds. And then she'd be like, okay, you wake up first. And then I'd wake up. And then I'd be like... <laughs> and then I'd be like, Lindsay, Lindsay, it's Christmas. She'd go, oh my God, it's Christmas. And then we'd go, yeah. And then we'd, then we'd run downstairs. We'd go, okay, then we'd run downstairs. Then we'd be like... What did you get? Oh look! And we'd have our, we'd have the props. Like it's like a dress rehearsal. And we'd I have love the props. it. We'd be like, "What you got? Oh my god! Wow!" And then we pretend to open presents. And then we like, then we do everything. We'd be like, "Oh, wake up, mum and dad's. Go downstairs." And then we'd be like talking away and stuff like this. And then we go, "Okay, now let's do it again." But you wake up first. And then we go back up. And then Lindsay'd wake up. But first. did you enjoy this? Yeah, it was a scream. Like okay, I suppose because we're kind of pretending it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but then we used to horse for a bit. So then when the day came, it was seamless. Like. No matter who woke up first, like, we knew what we were doing. But why did you need to have a plan? I don't get it. I don't know, but it... it it's kind of hilarious. Um, and then, on actual Christmas Day then, we'd always wake my... We'd wake up, do our stocking bits in our room. Yeah. As part of the rehearsal. It actually all starts the night before. Yeah. So, like, it, it was a Christmas tradition that my mum and dad would go to the pub. Yeah. And me and Lindsay would be in, be in the house. And By we'd... ourselves as kids. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd <laughs> Every watch... Irish child was. <laughs> and we'd watch The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Oh. And that was the film every year. Yeah, I love the Santa Claus movie. Then my mum and dad would come back and my dad would tuck us into bed and he'd read us the night before Christmas. So it'd be like, the night before Christmas, I'll do the house up and the creature was starring not even the mouse and all That's that stuff. beautiful. And then halfway through the story, he'd always go, do you hear that? Did you hear the bells? And then, and then we'd be like, oh my God, yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, quick, get into bed. Like, 
we can't make a noise now because Santa won't come in if you're not asleep. And we'd be like, okay. And then we'd be kind of like in bed and then Lindsay would be like, oh, do you hear that? And I'd be like, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you'd be like yeah, hallucinating. I know. You would though, to be fair. Then we go to sleep. Like my mum and dad were langers like coming back from the pub. So then they'd be trying to do all our presenty bits when they're drunk. Um, and I always thought it was pure random that we left uh, a can of stout out for Santa instead of a glass of milk. Was that what you left out? Yeah, I was like, it's so weird that Santa drinks the same stout as my dad. (laughs) (laughs) But we did. Um, Okay, so we do that, then we'd wake up the next morning. Yeah. um, Do our stocking bits, go downstairs with our mum and dad, and do our main presents. Would you wake your mum and dad before you go down? Yeah, so we'd wake my mum and dad. Usually my dad might sleep in a bit, and my mum would take the morning shift, because he did did the night shift of reading us the story. Oh, okay, right. Take over in the morning. Oh, nice. Teamwork. But he used to go in, so like when we got downstairs, like obviously the soap be gone, and then the like, the carrot would be chewed in half yeah. and stuff like this. But then also he used to put like cotton wool in the chimney so I could like look up the chimney and I'd really? see like I see like bits of Santa's clothes stuck to the chimney. That's and, like, iconic. We sh- never like, did that. Yeah, he used to be doing all the bits. I think one year he even put like dirt and dirty boots marks on the floor and stuff. <laughs> Obviously my mum was sent then she's like, Who's gonna sweep them up, Pat? Um, <laughs> but then we used to just play with the toys and then that kicks off Christmas. Oh, I love it. What's your Christmas morning like? We still go to mass, whatever way we feel about it. We still rock up because my mum always says, let's just go for the songs. Like, she loves the music mm-hmm. at Christmas. Even though last year, there was a very disappointing service from a carol's perspective. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't much singing. And I said we should have went to Grange or Rochester Church because apparently they're better for the hymns. Here was I waiting for the playing of the merry organ. Nothing. We were waiting for it and we were waiting. And my mom was allergic then because she was like, come on, we go for the singing. And obviously as well, then you're going down and the whole of the local community is there. And you see all the ridey bags who only make an appearance at Christmas. Because that's the thing I love about Christmas as well. You have all the expat rides coming back to the one place. And as well, it's kind of your chance to show off and be like, I know you haven't seen me all year. This is how I look now. You know what I mean? Only a gay man like you would treat mass like a cruising ground. You in the middle of the mass to a ride half across the room. Peace be with you. Stretching your hand across <laughs> your man. She's like, what are you doing? That bit of the mass actually used to send me when you had to say peace be with you and shake people's hands. Because I used to be like, no. I thought for like the majority of my life it was pleased to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so I you say it to people. <laughs> I use everyone be like, peace be with you, but yeah. I used to always go, please to meet you too. I love that. That's kind of hilarious. That could be it. Who's to say I'm right? No, you are. It's it's peace be with you. Yeah, but please to meet you is way makes way Me. more sense. Please to meet ya. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know the way they're updating the mass. They've been changing the horn at the mass. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently the Vatican wanted to make it more current. Very Missy Elliott, flipping and reverse this. <laughs> It's your own for me if it's when yes. On <laughs> <laughs> people only going to mass once a year. Our priests used to get very passag during the service. They all do. And wouldn't it be lovely if we had a service like this every Sunday? Oh my god, so all the priests, obviously, because there was like a decline in the amount of people going to mass on a Sunday. The priest said the same then on Christmas Day. But my mum and dad used to pass comment as well, and I was like, come here, we're not going every Sunday either. Yeah, and also like. Mass is boring. I don't want to go every Sunday. Exactly. And also, like, there's no need for it. It's a nice way to break up the day because there'd be nothing happening on Christmas Day. Only you sit down and eating and watching movies and bits. And also, there's the crib. I love going up to look at the crib. I used to be obsessed with the crib when I was younger. Really? Well, it's a glorified doll's house, isn't it? It is like it's like. That's a disrespectful. No, but like I could never play. I could, I never had a doll's house growing up. So when we brought out the crib at home, I was having a scream with the crib. Yeah, I love that idea with the crib. Gender neutral doll's house. I'm weak. <laughs> I'm skidding. I love it. No, but also then our local church was like their crib was insane. They had like the real goats. Was that he up the north side with the real goats? No. There's somewhere in Ireland that has all the real animal bits. It's meant to be iconic. But that's a bit like ISPCC. That's a bit ISPCA energy, is it? Very animal welfare. Like, you shouldn't be keeping a goat in a church at all. For the day, they probably have it outside the church. I could be having the details completely wrong here. The thing I love that we do now every year is after Mass, we go out to the graves and we visit the graves for my nan and granddad and... 
it's just lovely, isn't it? Yeah, like it is obviously. Yeah, no, 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 it is lovely. No, 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 it is lovely if that's your thing. But like, I never go to graves. I just don't see why people do it. Um, like my mum loves going out to visit my dad in the graves. Like oh, she does it nice. all the time, and yeah. she does it at Christmas as well. But I don't. Like I just don't. I don't feel like going to a grave doesn't do anything for me. It's just like for me, it's just like a bit of a headstone in the ground. Like okay, I know it's a bit pessimistic. No, but it's it not just, pessimistic. It's just a different viewpoint. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's just when I'm out there, it is like a dedicated period of time where I'm just thinking of them and yeah. I'm just like, you know what I mean? One time I took some stones from a grave because, you know, they do the pure and real stones. Yeah, they do gorgeous they be like, stones. Like multicolored bits and everything. Yeah. Pure, like, gay stones. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I took them home one time, like, because I was a young child, like, I was out visiting my granddad's grave. Yeah. And I remember from in the park was like, oh, you're going to hell because you robbed from a grave. I was up the walls. I was like, <laughs> ma'am, we need to go back to Raccoonie. I need to return the stolen goods. Bearing in mind, I knew a few stones from the grave, but at the same time, I was sent because my conscience. I know I'm always on about my conscience as a child, but I was traumatized. What do you want on your stone on your grave, just so I know in case anything happens? Touch wood. I haven't thought about death. I don't ever. I just know kind of what songs I want as a sermon ish, just because I've a fear. I I'm not afraid of many things. I have a fear of them playing awful songs at my service when I pass. <laughs> You know what I mean? I couldn't stand for it. I've too good a taste in music to have rotten songs being played. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyway, aside from that, I haven't really thought about anything else. But now that I'm thinking of it, would I want my ashes scattered? Just because it's a bit more dramatic. I pure want scattered the ashes bits. But then I do want a headstone. Cause like, I kind of want a I headstone I want something too. outrageous on it, like, Mom, we have a skit. <laughs> and then my um, funeral song could be, One way... Oh, another. That's good. And then freak people out. <laughs> Do you want to carry me oh, out? God, just... I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you. Get... Imagine someone carrying me out in the coffin. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, good. I love it. That's the one thing, though, and like a negative of Christmas is that it remind it does really remind you of like who you've lost and like who's yeah. not here anymore. Like, um. So, like, obviously, Christmas is completely different now since my dad passed away, like, yeah, uh, because he used to do all the Christmas cooking and, like, stuff like he used, obviously, he wouldn't be reading me a bedtime story now anyway, because yeah, that would be course. weird. But still, you probably think of that at Christmas but anyway. like, yeah, like, and you, you're just reminded of loads of more stuff and, like, it's just, it's just so different now, like, my, because that's when, earlier when we were like, oh, what's your root, Christmas routine? Like, my Christmas routine before my dad died was completely different to what it is now, like, we don't have Christmas at my house anymore, we have it in... And uh, my sister's house, okay, stuff yeah, like this, course. like everything's different. Yeah. Um, and it took so long to get used to. Like there was like three, four years, I'd say, where I like, you couldn't stand Christmas. Like yeah, I course. like the first year was like a blur. I just, I was just drunk the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I know. And just sleeping loads. Yeah. Then like the second year, I, 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 it just took me so long. But now what's after happening is that we're after like building new traditions so my sister and I have my niece and nephew which is lovely that you have like young people again to they're, they're safe yeah like because yeah. like you can't be I can't be a pure mopey bitch when my nephew's jumping around because Santa bought him something nice you yeah know? exactly so they make it like um, so now we're making like new traditions and like I have like a new take on Christmas so I'm actually like this year really is like the first year I'm like proper buzzing about Christmas again that's lovely really so yeah like up until the last few years like I just wouldn't be excited about it but now I'm pure like give me that mulled wine give me that Christmas cracker and let's have a skit but what about last year when you came to see me in the panto were you not buzzing for that oh no I hated every minute of that <laughs> general we have like happy christmases right yeah and um, but there's people who like get really depressed at christmas yeah. you need so much money for christmas which puts so much pressure on people yeah of course and then like also it's almost like you have you're you feel like you have to be happy the main thing we're talking about is that like we might be having a scream at christmas and you'd be having a laugh with your family but remember like it is a very lonely time for some people yeah so if you know people who aren't like that close to their family or might struggle around this time just check in on them and make sure they feel okay yeah, like one year we had one of my friends over for Christmas Day and it was actually like 
such a laugh like just because they completely like switched up our day mm-hmm. and we were all on our toes you know what I mean trying to like <laughs> make everything work and also like if you're allergic to your family because everyone would be tearing the head off each other at Christmas that's the thing you can just go talk to your friend that you invited so it's a win-win for you exactly. they're not lonely and you have someone you can talk to and say, that's not your family yeah and play SingStar with or play Buzz do you remember Buzz for the Playstation that was like my game now for me the reason I love Christmas a lot or that I look forward to going home for Christmas obviously seeing my family and then my friends who I haven't seen for ages and because we're all kind of dotted throughout the world now like I have friends in Canada I have friends in Australia but you know what I mean we're all kind of doing our own bits and we all get to see each other like for an unreal session at Christmas and obviously get to see my family but I love the food of Christmas like that's the reason I look forward to coming home and as well it's like that two week period and I'm like I don't give a shit what I'm eating you know what I mean like sodium headaches come at me <laughs> like Christmas is the only time where you can eat six months of calories in the one day and not feel guilty about exactly it. and you're like so what my mum always bakes a Madeira cake for Christmas really Madeira for ourselves and she also does one for Uncle Noel the uncle who was previously mentioned as being brazen at Christmas but we don't know. <laughs> um, she does Madeira for him so then the night before Christmas And all through the house <laughs> Not a creature was stirring Only my dad getting the spiced beef ready for the next day But he boiled <laughs> the spiced beef Does anyone get heartburn off the smell of the spiced beef? I never have spiced beef Do you do like three course meal? We do like Do you? Do you not do like start our main dessert? No My mum got an ocean one year and she did the volibons But we were full then come Christmas dinner <laughs> Because she couldn't get the size of the pastry right So we were eating huge volibons <laughs> I do love a volivant. Do you? Volivant. A mushroom volivant. Like a mushroom and chicken volivant. Like they are unreal, but we are very full. Volivants are my kink. I love them. <laughs> no, we do the main and desserts nowadays. Oh, okay. Just because we knew the starter was a bit excessive, you know what I mean? But then you'll be having turkey for about seven years. I kind of love, I love a turkey and stuff in sandwich. Yeah, I'm or, so Irish because I love a turkey and stuff in sandwich, bag of potatoes on the side, cup of tea, and then a chocolate biscuit after it. I'm disgusted. <laughs> oh, would you not do like turkey Lays curry? No, you know what? Like, I think there was like an undue pressure on all the mams of Ireland one year to use the leftover turkey for a curry because some man mentioned it <laughs> on some night on some Tupperware party, and they all felt obliged to do it, even though. They weren't really into it. We had it one year. It was actually nice. But like also... I want it for the sandwiches. We want it for the sandwiches. And like the thing is, we'd have leftovers just to do the same dinner a bit colder the next day. You know what I mean? I think when I have a turkey sandwich at Christmas, it's the one time I don't want the bread to be sourdough. You know what? I know that sounds outrageous. But I'm in complete agreement with you. I just want... A manky slice pan. Slice pan. Now, I do love... The doorstep bread. It's the chunkier bread. Sorry now, but after Christmas dinner, nobody's riding. Like, <laughs> like nobody has sex on Christmas Day. No one has sex Christmas week, do they? They're all just stuffed. You'd be fitting nothing else inside you after Christmas dinner, and never mind a dick. <laughs> Is that outrageous? <laughs> That's hilarious. No one as well. The fire be lighting, and you'd be, be roasting. And you'd be going around in your slipper socks. If you're having sex on Christmas Day, you're definitely like lying down side by side or yeah, something. Yeah, or something, or like. Or I just doing hand jobby bits. <laughs> or it's the only day you're getting it because your fellow works abroad for 11 months of the year. Or maybe. Girlies, do you have sex on Christmas Day? Because I, I haven't found anybody who does. Well, like that whole, like, I saw Mammy kissing Santa Claus. Kind of That's narrative. Christmas Eve though When everyone's langers Yeah I suppose people do be riding Christmas Eve Do they? Oh you have You get the ride out here Christmas Eve So then you can get the food <laughs> into Christmas Day Do you see that tweet at all in your one was like Her man was getting chipper last year Last Christmas And she was in the queue And then a fella came up And he was langers like And he held a mistletoe above her head And he goes Oh it's a mistletoe So you have to kiss me And the man goes I wouldn't kiss you under anaesthetic boy I was <laughs> screaming At that Sorry, but that is like iconic Irish mammy behaviour. iconic I wouldn't behavior. kiss you under anaesthetic. Amazing. But apparently she answered as well at the drop of a hat. There was no waiting around. I found it very hard to sell the mistletoe when I used to work on the wreaths. Really? I, oh, you used to do the Christmas decoration bits? So when I was 16, my mum used to work in a florist. We know! Okay. <laughs> 
Sorry, I didn't think we were giving the backstory and again. I, and we used to be out in um, a round table outside uh, Blackpool Shopping Centre in the freezing cold now, me and my best friend Dylan. And we were like selling these wreaths but you were getting all the sob stories so like they'd be coming up we'd be like two wreaths for a tenner blah 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 and then they'd come up and be like yeah so they're for the graves now and I'd be like oh yeah cool they'd be like <laughs> so would you do me a deal no oh. all the wreaths are for the graves babe give two for a tenner <laughs> that is the deal babe that's the deal oh no see I'm very like you'd be giving everyone the deal affected oh my god like I hope that in 2020, the podcast takes off because I never want to do an office secret Santa anymore. I tweeted about <laughs> it earlier. I can't cope with it. It's just, you know what? Why am I buying a gift for Sharon, who I haven't spoken to in the 12 months, and I don't even know what she's into? I'm here trawling her social media. I'm asking her friends at work, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, well, she has a cat. Will I get her something to do with cats? I'm sick of it, and I'm not doing it anymore. And as well, I go to an extreme effort, and I always get someone else... Who makes no effort for me and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I just think it's like they give you like a fiver. So what do you mean to get something for a fiver? We had 20 quid as the limit this year, right? Yeah. And I got a fella who was into his planty bits. I got him like an unreal like watering can for his planty bits. I you got, got this, me that. I got you that as well. It's a really nice gift because you're into your plants as well. Yeah. But got him it as well. <laughs> and then I got like this math thing for like his room. And I got him some vegan jelly bits. He actually sounds like you. <laughs> was can... it me am I your secret Santa <laughs> anyway and then I got like scratch cards I can in case he listens <laughs> scratch cards I hate gambling <laughs> but that's what it is and I was just scratching and I was like I know I didn't win and he was like if you win some of that money now off that I want some of it me I'm not gonna though <laughs> like not being a pessimist but I'm not gonna win a grand off a scratch card sorry about it I'm just not into it Alright lads, so it's time for the mammy's questions. I'm just thinking, we probably should have asked for them to be Christmas themed or Christmas related, should we? Oh yeah. Ah well. Would we pretend there? No, because we can't. I, I won't be able to make up what my mum's response would be at all. Well, I can kind of tailor my question to a Christmas setting, but we'll see. What was your mum's question? Okay, so, in the North Pole... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was sent there. <laughs> no, someone said, what's your secret mam hacks for raising brilliant boys? Okay, we love Is that. Is she saying we're brilliant boys? Is that us? Well, I'm going to take it as a compliment, so yeah. thank you. Oh, you're lovely. Who but is my... it? Oh, it's anonymous, is it's it? It's anonymous. Um, but my mam replied, dear listener, there's no secrets in raising brilliant boys, but thank you for that compliment. <laughs> Firstly, just be there always for your children. Listen to them and give them advice. Smother them with love. Mother us, we love it. <laughs> that sounds weird. No, we do love it. And <laughs> um, then, if they fail at anything, encourage them to continue and try again to learn from their mistakes. As it, as for the brilliant part, they do that by themselves. All you can do is be there. That's lovely. That's peak Nula like. That is kind of Christmassy. I mean, it's just kind of like heartwarming, isn't it? What's your mum's question? Oh, my mum's question is. I'm a 28-year-old straight girl and I had my first sexual experience with another woman at the office Christmas party. <gasps> yes! No, it wasn't the Christmas oh. party. <laughs> Sorry, at the weekend and really enjoyed it. I yes, don't babe. know what this means for me yet, but I once asked my own mum what would be worse for her if I told her I was pregnant or queer and she said queer. <gasps> Should I keep exploring this side of myself or just pretend it didn't happen for fear of further going down the rabbit hole, so to speak? That's a bit... That's lousy. That's tough, isn't it? Also, if anyone asks you, like... Let me just read my mum's response first. Yeah. So she said, Oh, wow. <laughs> Your mum up to 90. <laughs> oh, I did enjoy sending her this because I did want to know what her reaction would be. So you said in your question that you're a straight woman. Could it be that this was just a once-off experience? I'm sure there are straight people who have had an experience with same gender and also there are gay people who have had similar experiences. But all in all, it's about finding out who you are and certainly exploring that further if it's what you want. There are no right or wrongs, but what feels comfortable to you. A physical attraction to another person is something that happens naturally. It's not something we have control over. So just be true to your feelings and you'll work it out. And then she did in a love heart emoji. That was a perfect answer, I think. I think 
deep down any parents wish for their child is that they're going to be happy mm-hmm. if that makes you happy babe go and kiss the girls and like it you know what I mean I do kind of want you to come out as queer and be pregnant at the same time and see what happens <laughs> Well, call me Buddy the Elf because I'm like spewing Christmas spirit all over the gap. Really? I'm feeling very Christmassy now. You know the way people would be saying, oh, I'm not feeling that Christmassy. I haven't been. I'm feeling very Christmassy now. It's probably the two glasses of the mulled wine. That's <laughs> for me. Girls, if you're not feeling Christmassy, throw on the hob, get some of the mulled wine in the bottle and lob it in. And <laughs> Girls, if you're glass. not feeling Christmassy, drink until you do. It's basically <laughs> what I'm telling people. Okay, so just to wrap up, hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. I hope you have a fab time. I hope you have a very safe time. I hope you have a skiddy bang. And you better watch out. <laughs> you better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling, telling you why. We're coming to town. We're coming back to Cork, girls. <laughs> I actually can't wait to get back to Ireland. Get me on that bus to the airport and on that flight. I'm so excited. To the motherland. We'll see you in Ireland, girls. We're going to slay. Do you get no, it? can we leave that out? Slee. I know what it meant, S-L-E-I-G-H, yeah. but we're not putting it in. But I hope it doesn't rain, dear, when we're back. <laughs> Do you like rain, <laughs> that dear? That was good. That was good. I love the Christmas cracker jokes. I'm looking forward to the Christmas crackers. I do love those. Go on, lads. I talked to you Go on, guys. Nice chatting, Chi. Hope you enjoyed the Bye. Christmas special. Go on. Love you loads. Bye. And to Bye. all a good night. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Bye. 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 Mr. Grinch. No, I'm only messing. Bye. Bye. Max. Bye. 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 